This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. A district judge has extended a temporary restraining order that blocked a new campus carry law from taking effect. District Judge Michael McMahon temporarily blocked the law that would have allowed students and staff to carry firearms on public college campuses on May 28th. The law was to take effect June 1st. He has now extended that injunction. The Montana Constitution gives the Board of Regents the sole power, responsibility, and authority to supervise, coordinate, and control the university system. David Dewhurst, state solicitor with the Attorney General's Office, said the Board of Regents only filed the lawsuit after public opposition to the new law grew. Dewhurst argues the legislature has the authority to enact laws that enforce self-defense rights. State lawmakers called the unprofessionalism at the Montana Public Service Commission a betrayal of public trust as they reviewed a financial audit showing a lack of control at the agency. Members of the Legislative Audit Committee asked questions of PSC Chairman James Brown for more than an hour. Brown told the Legislative Committee that he had spent his first five months trying to improve the operation, performance, and culture of the office. A vast majority of the problems with commission travel were not because the PSA did not have adequate policies, Brown said, but because commissioners were not following those policies. Brown, the new chairman of the commission, joined the PSC in January and thus did not work in the office during the financial audit period, which covered two fiscal years ending June 30th of 2020. Commissioner Brad Johnson was the chairman during the term of that audit. Brown told the committee that the commission chair has to sign off on travel by the other four commissioners, but that when Brad Johnson was chairman, he did not have another commissioner sign off on his travel, as required. Johnson was then asked to return his procurement card. Commissioner Johnson upgraded a Washington, D.C. plane flight to Comfort Class, a $1,414 charge, while a fellow commissioner flew coach in the same plane for $515. Johnson was also identified as having booked travel independently using a government credit card and repeatedly using the same airline rather than shopping around for the best deal. Republican Senator Jason Ellsworth said, It's an unfortunate display of what I would call government irresponsibility and government not being accountable to its citizens. I'm embarrassed by that, as I think you are as the chair. Legislative auditors have blamed lax spending practices at the PSC and falsified documents to explain why they were unable to assess the department's finances. They estimated the PSC books were off by as much as $100,000 over the two years ending June 30th of 2020, during which debts went unpaid and revenue uncollected. Disregard for financial control started with the commission and upper management, according to the auditors. 
President Joe Biden's nominee to oversee the vast expanses of public land in the U.S. West was criticized Tuesday by Republicans over her past jobs as a longtime Democratic aide and environment. Tracy Stone Manning, who worked as Chief of Staff to former Governor Steve Bullock, has been nominated to serve as Director of the U.S. Bureau of Land Management. The agency has jurisdiction over 245 million acres of federally owned swaths of land in western states, managing them for uses ranging from fossil fuel extraction and grazing to recreation. During a hearing Tuesday of the Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee, Republicans blasted Stone Manning over her role as treasurer and board member of the Montana Conservation Voters Group, which ran ads against Montana Republican Senator Steve Daines during the last election cycle. The Republicans also raised concerns she would impede energy development. Quote, you've been incredibly partisan in your past, said Republican Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana. Quote, it seems like from your heart you really don't care for Republicans. Stone Manning is from Missoula. She said her now deceased Republican parents would be rolling in their grave over the allegations of partisanship. She indicated she wanted to move on from the 2020 election, in which Danes beat back a challenge from Bullock, and added that working in a collaborative manner was the only way to make progress in the West's contentious public lands debate. Quote, elections can be tough. I was supporting my former boss, Governor Bullock, but the election is over and I will honor the outcome of that election. Democratic Senator John Hickenlooper asked Stone Manning about the headquarters relocation, which he said was done in haste and let down employees of the Land Bureau and the Grand Junction residents who had hoped that the change would spur the city's economy. The Bureau lost nearly 300 employees to retirement or resignation after its headquarters was relocated from Washington, D.C. to Grand Junction, Colorado by President Trump. Stone Manning said the Interior Department was reviewing the issue but gave no further details. After leaving Bullock's staff four years ago, Stone Manning led the National Wildlife Federation's efforts to preserve public land in the West for wildlife, hiking, hunting, and other non-industrial uses. She worked previously as an aide to Democratic Senator John Tester and for a non-profit group that worked to clean up one of the country's largest contaminated Superfund sites, at Montana's Clark Fork River. Tester introduced Stone Manning at Tuesday's hearing. He rejected the GOP description of her as an ideologue. Quote, She's a good person with a good heart who understands the value of our public lands, Tester said. The Land Management Bureau's director position went unfilled for four years under Trump, who instead relied on a string of illegal acting directors to execute a loosening of restrictions on industry. Chief among them, William Perry Pendley, who consistently advocated for selling federal lands. Henley was removed by a federal judge after leading the Bureau for more than a year without the required Senate confirmation. Stone Manning backed the effort to oust Henley and said he was an illegal appointee. 
She would serve under Interior Secretary Deb Haley, a former Democratic congresswoman from New Mexico who was confirmed over opposition from Republicans, citing her criticisms of the oil and gas industry. President Joe Biden has indicated support for further protections for gray wolves, although details on his position are not entirely clear. Biden appeared with Dr. Anthony Fauci on Brave Wilderness, an outdoors program for children that airs on YouTube. Quote, one of the things I'm getting from my grandkids, some of them are really little, calling me and saying, Pop, they're going to kill all the wolves. They're killing the wolves, Pop. Why is that happening? Biden also noted that he's a dog lover and that domestic dogs were bred originally from wild wolves. The administration said in January it would reconsider an order from President Donald Trump removing Federal Endangered Species Act protections from wolves in the lower 48 states. Montana Democrats say they're taking a first-of-its-kind approach to include more Native Americans in party decisions. The state party has voted to establish tribal committees, similar to county central committees, whose delegates vote on the party's platform, rules, offices, and nominate candidates for special elections. The move increases the number of Native Americans involved in decision-making to match their share of Montana's population. Executive Director Sandy Lucky said Montana's Democratic Party is the first state party in the country to create a formal role for Native Americans based on population. The tribal committees will represent the Crow, Northern Cheyenne, Fort Peck, Fort Belknap, Rocky Boys, Blackfeet, and Flathead Reservations, and the Little Shell Chippewa tribe. Democratic Representative Jonathan Windy Boy of Box Elder said he was pleased to see the party formalize a role for Native Americans because, quote, Democrats have taken for granted the Native vote. Prior to last week's rule change, the Montana Democratic Party had three voting delegates at state conventions who were Native Americans. At the next convention, there will be 16 more, giving Native Americans a 7% representation in party decisions, matching the percentage of Montana's population that is Native American. A civil lawsuit between Butte area residents and an oil company that has dragged on for more than 10 years has ended after the judge dismissed the case as a result of a settlement agreement according to the Montana Standard. District Court Judge Catherine Bidegary referenced a settlement between state residents and Atlantic Richfield Company, but provided no details. The motion to dismiss the case was filed by both sides, she said. The lawsuit was originally filed against Arco in April of 2008 by 98 people from the cities of Opportunity and Crackerville near Butte. It's about 70 miles southwest of Helena. The suit says smelter waste was contaminating their soils and threatening their wells. The settlement terms are confidential. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio Network or KGRT DB webpages. 
The podcast has listeners in 33 states and provinces in now 21 countries on six continents. We will also post the stories on Facebook, on the J. Scott and Treasure State Radio Network pages. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio, KEMR in Jefferson County, Montana Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Billings, and Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.